Well, kids, I'm sorry. For the first time, your parents have let you down. It was, it was, it was, it was not a, a planned incident, okay? Everybody's favorite parent, me. Um, so my, shut up. So my internet was basically down for an entire week. Um, so <clears throat> I could not upload uh, anything, basically. And I don't trust public Wi-Fi to, like, upload things. Um, and I just barely got a fix on Thursday, I think. So that is why we did not post. Um, it is a really funny coincidence that the last uh, episode we did was our divorce. But um, we did we we were gonna post, okay? We promise. We did not forget about you, kids. We love you, okay? You're our pride and joy. Um, yeah, we love you very much, kiddos. But you know, shit happens. You know, uh, I was in a Starbucks for like two hours trying to write my fucking essay because. Um, we didn't have Wi-Fi because <laughs> a fucking squirrel chewed on the cable. A fucking squirrel chewed on the cable and uh, it left us with no Wi-Fi. So welcome to Ring Rat Radio. You don't fuck with squirrels? I don't fuck with squirrels, no. Why? Like that scene in like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where like they like attack her? No, the uh, storyline in Rick and Morty. <laughs> I wish I was joking. If it's anything I, after season three, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember what season it's in, but like Morty asked Rick to like make him a little machine where he can like understand animals and like I completely understand. Oh, and I so think Rick, I know that episode. Maybe. And so Rick does it and he like he's listening on these animals and he hears like um these squirrels talking about like oh yeah yeah yeah, like yeah it was like before the second season right i don't remember because they crashed like a ufo on the house or something what or am i just imagining that <laughs> I, did i just imagine that no like something happened to the house and like they were trying to fix it and there was like these fucking squirrels like am i imagining this <laughs> I vaguely remember Rick and Morty. I don't remember any show I've ever watched ever. Don't ever, don't ever ask me. Uh, anyways, uh, welcome to Ring Rat Radio. We don't have a witty intro for you. Um, happy Hanukkah for those who celebrate, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and to those of you who don't, um, sucks to suck sucks to suck i guess um none of us are jewish i don't know why (laughs) Uh, (laughs) okay anyways um so i'm your uh your 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 favorite host uh rosalie and um i have had i've certainly had a week um it's 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 really been um so I didn't turn in my German final, um, but it's okay because I still have my written final. Uh, and right now I have like a 79 in the class. So I'm still passing. Um, yeah, anyways, um, what else did I do this week? Uh, oh, I worked Black Friday. I didn't get to tell you guys about that. I worked Black Friday, nine, eight hour shift. Um, How did that go? Terrible. Um the store was a fucking mess. Every single time I had cleaned out a bucket, 
of clothes. Another one was right there, ready for me to take it on and clear another bucket. And then as soon as I finished that bucket, I got another bucket. <laughs> it's traumatizing. Um, but yeah. Also, this episode is a little special because it's the first one that I film in which I do not live alone. There are actually people in my house. Um, so I don't know how loud I'm talking. Yes, two people. Oh. Yeah, my aunt and my cousin. They live with me now. They live on the uh in my in my dad's old room. Um yeah, but you know, I have a blackout curtain. So because they keep the light on 24 fucking seven um so i have to get a blackout curtain because i need to sleep in absolute pitch black dark um and i've literally been staying up to like 3 a.m i've literally been staying up till 3 a.m because they don't turn the light off in their room and i can see it through like the window of my door and it's just it's not it's not fun it's not fun for me um yeah um i think that's all i did i'm your host uh jay I'm very tired. Um, I It's finals week is approaching. I already kind of had to do like one, but I'm not even sure she's going to consider it a final because like she listed it as midterms, but like midterms were in, I don't remember what month, but like midterms have already passed. And so like, I'm kind of confused that she's going to make me like do all these questions again, but whatever. Um <laughs> I was trying to give Umi a bath. Umi's my dog. My mom's dog. Um, I gave her a bath the other day, and whenever I stood up, I felt something pop, and I've been down with my back ever since. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> yeah, it has sucked. Um, I almost bought a pig today. What the? You didn't tell me that. Yeah, um, we went to the flea market, and I bought a knife. It was like a $50 knife, but it's like really pretty. Anyway. $50? It was made in the U.S., okay? And it's $50? Really nice. Yeah, $50. I got I got a little extra money today, so I was like, okay, bet. Anyway, I was really going to, I was going to buy a pig, but I was like, ooh, my dad would be so mad, and I don't have anywhere to put this pig, and I'm not really sure, like, what all it needs to have to, like, take care of it, so I'm not going to, like, make this, uh, this, like, commitment at this point in time. I'll have a pig later on in my life. Okay. <laughs> so, uh interesting thing that happened last week was um Survivor Series. <laughs> we didn't talk about it. Um yeah. So, Survivor Series was last week. It certainly was full of matches. Um yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of neutral about it. There were some good spots in it, but I wasn't exactly wowed. Um yeah. Um Okay, so apparently for some reason they thought it would be, like, a good idea to start out with, like, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. I personally think it should have been, like, a little further into it, maybe. Like, I really actually thought they would have, like, opened with the Battle Royale. Yeah, I feel like that makes more sense. But I guess, I don't know. I feel like the way that this was uh, set up is kind of weird. Because you have Becky versus Charlotte, which was really good. Um, and then you have the Men's Survivor Series match, which honestly felt a little short to me than in previous years, because in previous years, they're like close to an hour long. Um, but that one, I don't, I feel like that one was kind of like lackluster, to be honest. Yeah. I feel like the ending kind of saved it, maybe. Um, it did, it did. Like, I really, I really would have like loved to see Jeff win. But at the same time, I'm 
I don't dislike Seth. I'm never going to compliment him unless it's like blonde streak Seth. <laughs> so like I won, but like I at what cost? <laughs> yeah, but like at what cost? Okay. Anyways, before we get ahead of ourselves, uh, so the first match was in fact Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair, and um, this match felt personal. Um, this match felt fucking real. Yeah. Um, before we get about the match, actually, I just want to talk about how fucking good Charlotte looked. I am still not over it. So good. She looked so fucking good. That oh my god, she looked amazing. Becky looked good too. I just hated the way the boots looked. I know she was yeah. going for like a Scarlet Witch vibe, but I did not. Yeah, it's a bitch. I can't. Think yeah, she was rough. Yeah, I I didn't really vibe with the boots. I don't know, but um, she looked good too. I think it clashed way too much with her hair. Yeah, like this is a someone with like bright orange hair who wears red all the time. Like it really clashed with her. Um. But yeah, this match felt so fucking real. It felt so personal. Um, it had me genuinely wondering whether these women actually fucking hated each other. Cause like yeah. you saw like the the uh interviews they do at the end of the match, like Becky was like close to fucking like she was like crying. No, she was actually crying. Yeah, was made fun of her. Yeah, she was like crying, like what the hell? The ending that they chose for this match though, um, it ended with Becky pinning Charlotte, but her feet were on the rope. Um, so I guess that's like the way to which like becky wins but charlotte doesn't technically lose um which i guess is a good ending i guess it's also like becoming more of like a trend with becky yeah i guess i don't know i feel like this match is kind of i mean it was a good match and i feel maybe probably the best ones that they've had together i'm not completely sure i don't know i don't really pay attention when becky lynch is on screen i'm real um i agree (laughs) but um yeah like i I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, it got the crowd really into it, actually, which I guess is good for a starter match. Yeah. Um, That's really, like, all you want. Like, I think, what's that fucking quote? It's, like, your, like, opening match and your closing matches have to be, like, the best two matches on your card or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, surprisingly, they had the Men's Survivor Series match. Um, I was kind of taken aback by it. I don't, I don't know, because I feel like it wasn't that built up. So I guess I can understand why it's so low. But at the same time, that's like the match that they build like every year, you know? I don't know. This is the build up to this. Like we said in the last episode, I think, um, <laughs> was that the, yeah, the build up. Yeah, the build up to this was really um, lackluster. And it's like they kind of forgot. And then it's like, oh, shit, it's November. Survivor Series. And then they film. They just like book this. Why are people hitting the wall? Okay um yeah so we had the men's survivor series match so team raw was seth rollins finn balor kevin owens austin theory and bobby lashley and team smackdown was drew mcintyre xavier woods jeff hardy happy corbin and sheamus um so do you want to go over like uh the eliminations and stuff and then we could talk about it or like yeah we can do that okay so this year Kevin decided, Kevin Owens decided to take a page out of Seth Rollins' book and got himself counted out. Um, and I'm not really sure, like, what they're doing with his character. I mean, like, I get it, but, like, I also don't. Like, I'm, I don't know. I always like what Kevin Owens does. Yeah, me too. I feel like maybe they're trying to get him, get them to, like, build into the hype that he's probably going to leave. 
which to be honest, I'm still like up in the air about because like maybe he'll leave, but like maybe he'll stay because like he's never really been treated terribly, you know, like he's always had a space in the card, regardless of like where what title he held or if he held a title. Yeah, so I mean, I he's been treated well. Um, I think that like at this point, it's kind of going to be more of a like, does he want to stay in WWE and continue doing what he's doing? Or does he just like want to go like, like spin the wheel of fortune every time he has a match and like, you know, have fun on the indies? Yeah. Or AEW, which everybody says he's going to go to. But I mean, I don't know. Because like AEW barely uses the people they have. So they use it for like a week and then they can't find space in the card anymore. Like, I, eh. Cut some of Cody and Chris's um, segments, and you know, you'd have more space for people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Um, after Kevin got himself counted out, then uh, Finn Balor eliminated Happy Corbin. This one was for me. Xavier Woods eliminated Bobby Lashley. No, he got eliminated by Bobby Lashley. Oh, he got eliminated by Bobby Lashley. Shit, I read that wrong. My bad. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then Drew and Bobby got themselves eliminated by count out because oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. dumbasses and they were like brawling outside, um, which I guess is a way to make them look strong. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I feel like count outs are 50 50. Like sometimes they turn out well and sometimes they're just like a cheap, like way out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Finn Balor was finally eliminated by Seamus, unfortunately. Oh my god, this is an Irish on Irish crime. I believe this. Sheamus is Scottish. No, he's not. He's Irish! That's the most Irish man I've ever seen in my fucking life. What are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think you're I thinking of Drew. Um, yeah, probably. Like, I caught it as soon as I said it, but whatever. <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry, King. And then my king, Jeffrey Hardy, eliminated Austin Theory. And he did this for the bitches. He did this yep. for the bitches. Because um, he was down two, two to one. Um, so he eliminated Austin Theory. But then, unfortunately, uh, Seth eliminated Jeff. And for one for Team Raw as the sole survivor. So in both of these, both of the five on five matches, we actually only got one sole survivor. Um, yeah. I would also like to add that um, the reason Team SmackDown lost is because they there's no color coordination. They did not color color co- try. color coordinate. Why not just grow an accent? Okay, they did not color coordinate. They did not color coordinate, and 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 neither did the t- the Team Raw. But for some reason, they still fucking won. Um, I mean Team Raw on the women's side. Sorry. No, Team Raw on the women's side did, but Zelina Vega threw it all. I don't care if your fucking gear is activated by blue light. You better wear fucking red. I don't care. She looks. She's okay. So like wherever she's from, like she was supposed to like represent like that team because they were in like a rival area. It was like basketball or like baseball or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't know anything about sports, but yeah, uh, why just wear red, Queen? No, we're not even. Like I've got red in my hair, but like still, that's not enough. But I hate her hair color. I hate it so much. Like I don't know. I don't know why. Because like sometimes it can look good on people, but like for her, I don't vibe with it. I don't vibe with like the whole like colored um, roots. If like the hair is like pinned straight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's what it is. I feel like that's what it is. Because her hair is like straight. 
Uh, I mean, her hair's curly, but like she's straight and straight. Uh, yeah. So then we had the 25 man battle royal, uh, sponsored by Pizza Hut. And, um, I almost cried. Why? <laughs> because Byron Saxton looked really sad whenever he didn't get pizza. And, like, logistically, I know that, like, he grabbed a piece after, like, the cameras were off of him. But I, Byron Saxton is just, like, one of those men that I don't ever want to see sad. <laughs> Like, that is, like, kicking a puppy to me. And I don't know, it almost made me cry because he looked... That's very Pisces of you. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Could never be me. Anyways. Uh, yeah, they were, this was sponsored by Pizza Hut because there was, like, things of, like, pizza all over. Um, and uh, the, at the end, like, Montez Ford was, like, throwing pizza. And can I just say... The absolute range that this man had. Those shits hit the nosebleeds, dude. The fucking nose. Yeah. This man threw him like I could have caught one. <laughs> like <laughs> they threw him, they threw those bitches so far. I was like, oh my God. Anyways, uh Omas ended up winning this battle royal. King. I love him. Talking Omas won the battle royal. Um, yeah, good for him. Uh and yeah so then we had the usos versus rk bro and this match was actually a uh history maker if you will um because it set a record for the most pay-per-view matches by anyone in history uh this is accomplished by randall keith orton so good for him I think, like, I don't know if it was Raw or if it was, like, Survivor Series, but one of those also, like, Natty set a world record. I think it was Survivor Series as well. Yeah, like, but Natty also, like, she set a record, and as she should, I love Natty so much. She's one of my favorites, honestly. Yeah. What record was it? Hold on. It's, like, most matches, because, I mean, she's been there for, like, 20 million years, and I mean that, like, respectfully. I mean that, like, she's been time. <laughs> Yeah, it was a pay-per-view record. Um, yeah. Okay, most WWE pay-per-view appearances, female, with 68. And Randy's was uh, 177. Uh, and he actually passed the previous record held by Kane. Um, I don't, it doesn't say how much Kane had, but I'm assuming it is less than 177. Uh, so good for him. Uh, the USOs were wearing white. Um, they looked really good. Um, this was a good match, I guess. I mean, nothing on this card really like blew you away, maybe except the main event. Um, but I mean, it wasn't a terrible hit review. Um, I just, I've okay, I find it really hard to focus on anything that riddles, and I don't like him. You have either. Like, I think it could have been great if Randy's partner was like anyone other than him. Yeah. Um, so then after that match, we had the Women's Survivor Series uh, match. And Team Raw was Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Carmella, and Zelina Vega. And then Team SmackDown was Sasha Banks, Shotzi. There's a lot of S's in this bitch. Uh, Sasha is. Banks, Shotzi, Shayna Baszler, Natalia, and Tony Storm. Um, so, yeah, this match actually made a lot of people look really good. So Tony actually got the first two eliminations on Carmella and Zelina. And then Liv only got one elimination. 
she eliminated Tony, and then Sasha eliminated Liv, and then Sasha got counted out, and then Sasha got counted. Okay, so that's also like a little point that we forgot to put. Um, Sasha got counted out because like her teammates, like uh, I think it was like uh, like Natty, Shayna, and Shotzi. No, yeah, and Shotzi. Like they all like held her out of the ring, so she got counted out. I feel like that's kind of important. Enough. Oh yeah. Um, but honestly, as they should. <laughs> and then Bianca Belair, as she always fucking does, you know, putting on an absolute show of um, what's the word I'm Excellence. trying to think of? Excellence, I guess. Yes. Uh, she eliminated three fucking people um, back to back to back to back. Uh, she eliminated Natty and then she eliminated Shayna. And then for um, the win, she eliminated Shotzi, which I was really happy that Shotzi made it to the end, even though she didn't Me win. Uh, I was really happy that she made it to the end. Um, and yeah, and then Bianca won for Team Raw as Soul Survivor. So Team Raw won both of the. Um, was this a clean sweep? Except for like the main event? Because Becky's what on Raw. Becky's on Raw. And then Team Raw won for the men. And then yeah. RK Bro won. And then I think Omos is on Raw. And then, yeah. And then Team Raw went for the women's. The only, like, SmackDown victory was Roman Reigns. King, as he should. As he carries that fucking brand. As he should. Truly his show. Truly. Um, Yeah. So I'm really happy that Bianca got to be Soul Survivor. It's what she deserves. Uh, And it's good to see. Yeah. And it's good to see that she's still being treated really well regardless of the fact that she's not champion or she's not exactly in the title picture, but it's good to see that, you know, they haven't forgotten how talented and good she is, you know, it's good that they gave her this at least, you know, but it's been such a good year for her. Started off winning the rumble and then she won at WrestleMania main evented WrestleMania. And now yeah. And now she got uh, the sole survivor for team wrong and it had three eliminations. Um, so good for her. Um, so then the main event was Roman Reigns versus Big E. And this match truly was big meaty men slapping meat. The um, best kind of match. The say. best kind of match. Uh, yeah, they were just beating the shit out of each other. Um, I was really, I was kind of sad. You know that gif of like uh, Big E like spanking Dean and spanking Seth? Mm-hmm. But they never spanked Roman. Yep. He needs to complete the trifecta. He needs to. He has to. He has to. Um, but yeah, head our head of the table, our president, our leader, um, Roman Reigns, the the chief, the tribal chief of the island of relevancy, whatever other slogan he has, um got the dub. The only dub for SmackDown, apparently. I just, I, like, I literally just now realized that this is the yeah, only dub. Um, so good for him. Um, he still made Biggie look really strong, though. So Biggie looked good in defeat. Um, yeah, I think, was this, honestly, the last couple, like, three weeks have been blended all into what the fuck is that? I completely agree. <laughs> yeah. I do not know what's happened at all. <laughs> Me either. Um... <laughs> But I don't know if he was wearing like the uh what fucking show is that Seinfeld? But like the Festus Festivus like gear what? he had. Like his biggie has a thing. He celebrates fest hold on. Festivus. Is that a thing? 
Yeah. No, I don't even know what you're talking about. No, I know what I'm talking about. That's what matters. Yeah, it's from the show Seinfeld. So Big E, I remember he talked about this in, a, in an interview. Um, he has like a Christmas tradition where he celebrates Festivus from the show Seinfeld because it's one of his favorite shows. So he had a he had like gear made that says like uh celebrate festivus or something on it i'm not making this up hold on okay i've i've got to come clean about something here i don't think i've ever watched a single episode of seinfeld me either (laughs) see it says happy festivus and then on the back it says until you can pin me festivus is not over (laughs) (laughs) yeah he did wear it he did wear it at survivor series okay i thought it was tripping (laughs) oh no it was a different seinfeld inspired gear yeah, it says Sponge Worthy and then Serenity Now. And then on the back it says uh, Havorka? Kavorka? Havora? Havor- <laughs> and then it says Giddy Up. <laughs> so that's a nice little um, rabbit hole that I took yeah, y'all down. I do every day. You really do. <laughs> um, but yeah, that match was really good. Um, I feel like, yeah, like I said, this, this pay-per-view is not the best. But it wasn't, you know, a bad paper. It was good. You know, it was watchable, you know. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, good pay-per-view, I guess. Um, did anything happen on Raw? Because I think I might have been working. When was Survivor Series? The 22nd. I mean, 21st. Okay, so this the, the 29th episode of, like, the... November 29th episode of Raw, I did not watch because my mom cut our cable for a slight bit and then um, I made her put it back on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, I found it. Seth opened. Um, he had a secret. It's him versus Biggie at day one. Um, I'm going to be wrong with you, Chief. I vaguely know what day one is and that's because I looked it up. Like, they just sprung. It's the, right. It's the pay-per-view they're doing on the first january right yeah i know that now but like <laughs> for like the past couple of weeks i've been like what the- it's because like sometimes they pass commercials on the clock and you can see that it, it's like people like pointing or something or like going like like you, why not why not show you what it is <laughs> they're like pointing or they're like pointing up you know and i'm like what the fuck does this mean and then it says like day one and i'm like what and then I look it up and I'm like, oh, it's a pay-per-view. Um, but yeah, that's the only reason I went. <laughs> okay. Um, what else happened? Um uh and then Finn came out and I guess they're feuding now. Um, which kind of sucks because I thought that we were gonna get Edge versus Finn, but I was wrong for like the first time ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the only thing that I put was we really got this match for free on TV and Finn must put lotion on his hand tattoo. Did anything important happen? Oh no. Because I know I know Edge came out and he had a promo with the was this last week? No, oh, this yeah. was this week. I saw it on Twitter. Anyway, highlight of this week's Raw, Maurice came back, and that's all you need to know. Um that is my wife. Move, move, move get out of the way, Michael. That's my wife. Um, I love her. I love her. Real baddies, real baddies. Listen to the to the Maurice theme song. One of the greatest theme songs of all time. J- J- what the, what's, Jim Johnston was going hard in the booth. He was going hard in the booth. He was going crazy. He was going crazy when he made that song. 
he needs his Bajusi ape. Like that that song is so good. You was going crazy. Uh okay, so there was like the Liv and Becky contract signing. Oh yeah, that happened. Um this happened and like Liv made a comment like people like you or why my friends like I don't know, like, your paychecks, the reason why my friends got fired. Like, it was something in that vape. Like, those are not her exact words, but, like, that's what she meant. Um, and then Becky's counter to that was, like, some people deserve to get paid. This, like, started a whole trend of, like, uh, wrestlers, like, making jokes about, like, the releases. And, like, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh my god, cancel them. I just think, like, that's kind of low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Um, it was on this episode, this week's episode of Raw, and I didn't watch it because, like I said, I did not have cable, but I saw it on Twitter. Um, Edge was talking to the Miz and said, like, you have people. Oh, wait, no, wait, that's a different one. Oh, okay. No, he's like, uh, I forgot what he said, but he's like, you were on Dancing with the Stars and like, you let your best friend get fired or something. Yeah. Um, and in the, um, Edge and Miz, um, promo, like, yeah, in-ring promo, Edge also said, you have people saying your name just to get a cheap reaction. You live rent-free in a lot of heads, referring to um, something we'll talk about later in the show, which is the CM Punk and MJF, uh, like, 30-minute promo that happened. It was 20, but it felt like 30. <laughs> 20 minutes, yeah. <laughs> On, like, that one episode of Dynamite, which we'll talk about later. Um, that's another thing that happened. Um, I guess... Vince McMahon has decided that Austin Theory is going to be, like, his new best friend. Um, whatever. <laughs> we don't fuck with Austin Theory in this house. Absolutely not. Um, he sucks. Um, what else happened on Raw? Nothing. But what happened to WWE, man? I can't um, okay, tell you okay, shit. Okay, okay, okay. Um, AJ, wait, no. Was this this, was this episode? Just, just say it. Just say it. Last two, last two weeks, it counts. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's right. Um, For some reason, okay, so AJ Styles, I think it was because uh, Street Profits didn't give Omos any uh, pizza. He got, like, a little upset, as he should. I completely agree from there. Um, And so, like, AJ Styles and Omos and Street Prof- Profits kind of, like, have a little feud going on. And um, <laughs> Street Profits are kind of scared of um omos and so they brought like a fire extinguisher and like they sprayed it and it got in aj's eyes and now he's blind (laughs) he's blind and he looks like one of the three blind mice from shrek (laughs) i saw that tweet on twitter and it's you you tweeted and it's like aj styles right now and it's a picture of the mice i was like what because like i said i did not watch this episode because i didn't have cable and before you say anything, I could have just streamed it online. I just want to say, uh, I also did not have any Wi-Fi, and I have really shitty service with no Wi-Fi, because um, you know I live in the ghetto. Uh, during the blackouts, you know, in February when all the power was out, I Ted Cruz left. Yeah, when Ted Cruz left and abandoned his dog, uh, his crusty white dog, which makes so much sense. Uh, anyways, I think it was like named like Coco or something, <laughs> which makes so much sense. Anyways. Um. Yeah, I knew it. During the blackouts, um, I literally like had zero service. And then the second, because we went to go like to my cousin's house, he lives in the Heights. We went to the second we got into the Heights. I had the best service in my fucking life, and they didn't have power either. So it's literally just because I live in a low income ethnic neighborhood. 
Yeah, that's literally it. <laughs> that's literally it. <laughs> what else happened? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, we got uh, Kevin Owens versus Big E with the stipulation if Kevin won, then he was added to Big E versus Seth Rollins at day one. Seth can't mind his own business, so of course he came out to be on commentary. Um, he ended up like putting hands on Big E, which made no on Kevin. No, he put hands on Big E, which made Kevin win. And so, like, Seth indirectly got another person added to his match, which he didn't even want. And he called Kevin a liar. And it kind of hurt my feelings, not going to lie, because Kevin would never lie at all. <laughs> also, um, his fit was, like, horrendous, but, like, only with the jacket. I'm talking about Seth here. Um, yeah, that was, that was kind of funny. <laughs> oh, and then, like, after Randy Orton was, like, discovered to be in, like, a transphobic uh, Twitter space, they made him, like, put on a blonde wig, and he got, like, kind of angry about it. He was supposed to be brittle, but I don't know. I thought the timing of that was, like, a little weird, and I was like, eh. That's kind of... Randall, what the fuck happened? Like, I don't know. It's that mustache. As soon as it's the mustache, it's the mustache. It's the mustache. This is the Jay White effect. I think I have a theory personally, and I think it's very valid. I think Jay White started COVID nineteen. His beard specifically, yes. His beard. It's infested with COVID (laughs) nineteen. Jay, sweetie, if you hear this, I love you. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I miss him. I need to like watch some of his like more recent matches. Yeah, me too. Anyways, Jay White started COVID-19. Spread it out. Wait, don't spread COVID-19. Get vaccinated. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so uh, Survivor Series was last week, right? No, it was the week before last week. Oh, my God. I told you this should be. Oh. No, wait, it was last week. Wait. Better thing. Hold on. No, yeah, it was last week. It was last week. Okay. <laughs> So the uh, SmackDown after um, Survivor Series opened with Brock Lesnar. Um, yay. And then, like, Sammy, Sammy came out and, like, he interrupted. And then, like, Brock, like, bullied Sammy into um, requesting a match against Roman Reigns for the Universal title. Um, I hate Brock Lesnar. <laughs> listen, listen. If he wasn't a terrible person with absolutely terrible beliefs... I would 100% stand him. I would fucking stand him to death. Like, I hate Brock Lesnar as a person, but like, as a character, he is so fucking entertaining. He is so motherfucking entertaining. Like, I didn't even watch that segment because I was at work, but it looked really entertaining. (laughs) Yeah, Brock's a funny guy. He's funny. I just don't like him as a person. Um, I mean, yeah. he doesn't like you as a person either, to be fair. For real, he'd hate crappy. <laughs> so I'm going to go back to my country. Yeah, so. <laughs> Feelings mutual there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got Shayna versus Sasha. Sasha won. Um, I didn't really pay attention to that, not going to lie. Um, Adam wasn't on this episode because, you know, Brock was there. He said that he was going to remember the Alamo. <laughs> Um, what does that mean? <laughs> he went to the Alamo. The Alamo? <laughs> yeah, because I think they were like, I don't know, they were wherever the Alamo was. <laughs> San Antonio? <laughs> yeah, I think that's where they were. I don't know. Yeah, they were in San Antonio. <laughs> I barely paid attention to seventh grade Texas history, but I know this. <laughs> um, I didn't get taught Texas history. Because <laughs> you don't live in Texas, dumbass. <laughs> no, Texas sucks. 
it does. I love being from Houston. I hate being from Texas. <laughs> unless you yeah, bring Bucky's, unless you bring Bucky's into the conversation. And in that case, Bucky's is my home. I'm wearing a Bucky shirt right now. Like, I love Bucky's. I will die for that fucking beer. We stand for the flag. And if you don't like that, then we don't care. We do things a little differently right here. Anyways. Xylee um, um, is debuting next Friday. Ooh, good for her. Um, this is just like people saying on Twitter. They're like, uh, what if? Because we're supposed to get we're supposed to get Naomi versus uh, Sonia next week. But people are like, uh, Sonia's probably going to like hire Xylee. Mm-hmm. But it's like that also kind of doesn't like really like fit fit the character, but it also kind of does like the protector. She could like protect the bosses, but she's also supposed to like fight for family. So I don't really know like her fighting for like the bosses like goes in for the character. But when does WWE ever care about that? Truly, you know, I, I, and this does not reflect on her as a person, but her character, Sony Deville, her character is coming off a little racist. Um. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm just no. saying, she's putting down exclusively Black people. I feel like that's a little weird. It has yeah. nothing to do with her as a person, okay? I love her, and I know she doesn't stand for that. But, like, it's coming off a little racist. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Especially, dude, I wish you, you didn't watch SmackDown, did you? No, I was at work. Dude, you should have seen how fucking hard she hit Naomi. I was oh, like, God. That's just like, well, <laughs> my God. Um, we get the Usos versus the New Day at day one. Ooh. Kofi came back. Oh, Kofi? Yeah, Kofi came back. Oh my god, Kofi. Um, and then Roman and Sammy had a match. And before the match, Brock suplexed Sammy like a lot. And then Roman, you know, finished him off. And I was really sad because I love Sammy. And I would love for him to get a championship, but it's also like I really love Roman. So, like, I didn't want him to lose either. It was a very weird time. It's valid. It's valid. Um, That's like the aftermath of Survivor Series. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, like, a little bit of a turning point. Lots of new rivalries being built. Um, so, see how that turns out. Um, oh. Okay, the Atlanta street fight with Cody Rhodes and Andrade. They keep calling him Andre El Idolo. I think it's just uh, Tony that does that. But they keep calling him Andre. <laughs> really? Well, I remember like when he first came, they started, they kept calling him Andre. Yeah, I don't know if it was JR. Tony. Yeah, it was Tony or JR. It but they JR. kept calling him Andre. I'm like, who the fuck is Andre? <laughs> it was JR because, you know, he's a good old boy from Oklahoma. We don't use those words around here, brother. Imagine being from Oklahoma. <laughs> Te- Listen, bitch, okay? The white parts of Texas are just as bad as all of Oklahoma. Who said, I don't live in, I don't live in the white part of Texas. I live in the Mexican part. I live on the East End. Okay, well. Yeah. You ever been to the Heights? That shit terrible. No, because I don't spend time in Texas. Well, that sounds like a you problem. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like a you problem. Tex- okay. Texas is a great state. Okay. Y'all got Ted Cruz. Okay. Set this one out. The Zodiac Killer? <laughs> the, Zodiac. Yeah. the Zodiac Killer is our. What the fuck is Ted Cruz? Our, he's not our governor. He, so he's our senator. The Zodiac Killer is our senator. Okay. What, what Can you say that fucking. Um, what, what, what's the serial killer? Can you say the fucking Iceman was your goddamn fucking. Uh, senator, can you say that? No, 
No, but I can say that these motherfuckers eat poor babies. That's how they, like, stay in office, you know, the adrenochrome. Yeah, well, anyway. I would like to clarify, I do not believe in these things. I just like making fun of them. <laughs> no, because I remember one time you <laughs> he texted me, he's like, why do all of your, like, authority figures look like fucking super villains? I was like, because <laughs> there's a guy with the eye patch. And then there's <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Abbott in the fucking wheelchair. <laughs> what? For real, live in a fucking James Bond state. All these what bitches. You, message you, you sent me because you were, I forgot what you were doing. I think you were like watching the news or something. <laughs> and you sent me like a picture of like the guy with the eye patch. I don't know his fucking name. But Crenshaw. <laughs> Whatever. Careful what you say about him because he is a fuck him. He will sue you. Okay, do it, bitch. Sue you, but like he'll try to get you canceled because he's like he thinks he deserves respect. (laughs) Okay, do it, bitch. Um. Anyways, uh, you sent me a picture of him, and then you're like, dude, why the fuck do all of your like uh, I forgot what you said, but like, why do all of like your authority figures or whatever representatives? Why do all of your representatives look like fucking super villains? I was like, (laughs) you're like you got the Zodiac killer. you got this dude with the eye patch. I was like, I don't know. I don't even remember saying that. I vividly remember this. <laughs> okay. Why are we talking about this? Okay, anyways. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, back to AEW. Back to AEW. Um, <laughs> so first, let's talk about the MJF. And- <laughs> you spelled MJF wrong like 600 million times. <laughs> You put MJS and then you put MFJ. <laughs> Listen, dude. Whatever. <laughs> I don't really know what was going on. I don't pay attention. I'm like trying to like look at the screen and like look at my phone whenever I'm doing these things. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the promo that uh, uh, started Dynamite on the 21st. Hold on, hold on. On the 24th of wait, of the 24th of Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> the 24th of November. Um, so uh, CM Punk came out because he had a match with um, QT Marshall, everybody's favorite wrestler. And um, he's so Italian. Um, like the bowling shirt. Like, why am I going in on this man? Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Um, seriously, you put, you put M- MJS, CM Punk promo, okay, MFJ. Rosalie, I can't <laughs> fucking spell. You're not, you're, listen. Glass stones. Wait, no. <laughs> glass stones. <laughs> You're throwing rocks in the glass house, dude. So I have an excuse. I have two and a half languages bouncing around my head. You're a monolingual bitch. Okay. Um, I wasn't wearing my glasses. <laughs> okay. I don't wear my glasses either. Okay. <laughs> so you know what it's like. No, I have like I have like what negative one point seventy five or like negative two. Vision? Well, what do you got? Like negative 76? Blind ass? Do I look like your optometrist? <laughs> I don't know your prescription. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Uh, so. Came out before the CM Punk and QT QT match. Um, He was like, does it feel so good being interrupted? And then like the crowd started chanting, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um. Yeah, so then he referenced the pipe bomb, and then he started calling Punk Punky, um, and then he said he looked like a meth addict. <laughs> um, so then he mentioned his short UFC career, 
which you know we all saw this coming the second that punk was signed somebody was gonna fucking say it and it obviously had to be maxwell friedman jacob and then (laughs) he said the line that everybody knew he was gonna fucking drop he said you can drop pipe bombs all you want but i'm mjf i drop nukes (laughs) it's like i could have written this shit (laughs) <laughs> do, you um, do you remember that MJF joke that I made the other night? <laughs> I'm not a heel, baby. I'm the damn mountain pinnacle, baby. <laughs> Tell me that's not a line from an MJF promo. Maybe, probably, yeah. I'd say it's like maybe mm, Mox era MJF when he was running for president or whatever he was doing. Um, he was a woman. Well, it, it, we're imagining. Okay, God. Okay, yeah, it would have been Mark Sarah Max. It would have. For sure. sure. Um, So then uh, CM Punk opened his mouth and he said all that he needed to say. He said, I am so disappointed in you. And right then and there, I felt the ground shift. (laughs) I felt the wind blowing. I heard, I heard the tornado sirens. I heard the tsunami sirens. I knew she was about to go down because I know in my head the character of MJF. And I know that this means that we're going to get some good ass promo. And we did. I mean, there were some low moments, to be honest. There were some low moments. And yeah. um, I hate that he calls him PG Punk, but it's okay. It's okay. Um. <laughs> This is a really good promo. Way too long, but really good. Uh, um, he also said, um, your breath smells like shit, probably because you've been kissing so much ass. Um, you might as well come out here preaching hustle, loyalty, and respect. Uh, and then he says that um, Punk is scared that he's second best compared to John C- or the And then he mentioned John Cena at Triple H. He, uh, CM Punk also called... Um, mjf a less famous miz which is what edge referenced in his promo with the miz yep. um which like yeah <laughs> i mean he's not wrong and like people have been saying this forever so it's not necessarily like you know i mean it's low hanging fruit but and then yeah. and then philip um what the fuck was it what, what does this name stand for uh i think it's a chick magnet chick magnet punk said that he was selling out madison square garden and this is this is the thing that everybody likes to dwell on <laughs> when max was on rosie o'donnell <laughs> and um and then he called darby allen the heart and soul of aew and that if max true then you know you got to reassess your values. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of stuff right here, right now. Yep. And then he says that Britt Baker has replaced Max as one of the four pillars. Um, and then he said that the only way that, like, Max will be, like, what did he say? He said, like, know, the only... Like, relevant or something? Yeah. Is if he... If t- Tony Khan has a daughter and then he marries her not Tony Khan uh, MJF <laughs> MJF marries her a Triple H reference if you will and then um he called Max needle dick and then he wrote after that I think he's about to hire a hitman to take out Punk and everyone in the arena yep 
No, this man got flamed. And in Chicago of all places, dude. <laughs> I, I would be scared. I would be scared. A lot of people would be scared. But yeah, no, that was it was 25 minutes long. And I know because it started like right at seven o'clock. Um, and it ended at like 725. Um, and then QT Marshall didn't even get an entrance. <laughs> Poor dude. Poor dude. <laughs> but yeah. They just threw this man out there. Hey, where the fuck <laughs> when the fuck do I truth come out? <laughs> he was behind the curtain, like, I come on. <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> Like, oh my god yeah anyways it was like 20 minutes and they were just going at it and it was a really good promo a lot of people as they're prone to do um said it was like the greatest promo in 20 years all this other yeah. shit it wasn't uh it had some low moments but it was a really entertaining promo i'll give it that it's probably yeah. one of the best ones that mjf has cut um like let's just check out the cheap nicknames and everything but um yeah that's like the one thing I hate that he does. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a really good promo. Um, yeah. Wait, what the fuck? What? <laughs> I'm looking at the note and I said, <laughs> I'm looking at like Gun Club versus Bear Country. And I said, Billy is so ugly. He deadass looks like if a mad scientist made his dream body and then attached his head it, to it. Literally, there's some weird shit on his neck. So it could be right. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like a black line on his neck <laughs> his head is- are you sure was it like a necklace or something <laughs> could have been <laughs> but like what's more fun to think it's a necklace or to think that he's like some sort of like uh rocky horror picture show thing <laughs> In just seven days, I can make you a man. That's not even how it goes. I know those are lyrics, but that's not even how it goes. Okay, anyways, um, it's been a while. Okay, I haven't watched this since like Halloween. Um, my cheeks hurt. Okay, hold on. Eddie Kingston is in the back and he's eating this piece. This piece of cake. Um, no, he was having frozen fit. <clears throat> oh, he's having fr- what the fuck? Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He said I'm having frozen fish. What do you want? He's having frozen fish. <laughs> And then he says, it's a fish. I don't remember. I don't know. Sometimes I don't really trust what you put in these notes. Um, <laughs> really shouldn't. <laughs> so then, anyway, he, say, he says that he misses Mox, as we all do. Uh, get well soon, King. And he wished uh, a happy Thanksgiving to the whole family. So then, 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, for the first time in like 30 million years, make their presence known. Um, and then, I think Matt said this. Uh, he says, like, you're not hungry anymore uh, since you got, like, a job at AEW. Mm-hmm. And then and he's like, I want this cake. <laughs> <laughs> and the way that he was holding the fork. <laughs> like, he was literally about to stab this man with a plastic fork. Which, like, you know what? He could. Um, he could. He could. So then... Um, uh, so then uh, they were like talking or whatever so then Daniel got the coffee and just like threw it on to him and blinded him and then um, yeah they, they, got, they, they said they him. wanted to help him because he's alone since he couldn't help Mox and then they threw the coffee on him and Eddie's yeah. face went like stupid red lord um, so then 
uh team Taz gained a new member um Dante yes, Martin da- Dante Martin and you know it's official because he took some of the hook chips the hook snacks you know I feel like that's the one bonding bonding exercise that you do you take the hook chips um um so then we had a really good match with thunder rosa and jamie oh thunder rosa liked one of my tweets by the way i called her a beautiful queen and she liked it um i love that for you yeah so then uh yeah they had a really good match like it was really good uh and surprisingly longer than what we thought it was going to be um but yeah it was really good um for like a women's tv match it was really good um so then chris jericho had a promo and the 2.0 once again interrupted them and then chris called uh matt a blockhead is that the one that's happening yeah um which like low hanging fruit leave him alone his head is beautiful um uh and then uh chris is like you need to buy chains and i don't know bolts because eddie's gonna like breaking your house and like beat you up <laughs> you would <laughs> yeah um ah oh, shit i forgot to watch eddie versus daniel i you thought i did that? i thought i did you still haven't watched that no I, it's literally been on my mind 24 fucking 7 i don't know how i haven't watched it bro um yeah anyways um we could talk about uh the build up for NXT and stuff. But when do we talk about War Games? Um, Wait, we still gotta talk about that one thing. What? Oh, the Cody Rhodes? Yeah. Okay. So then in the following week, since we're also talking about, um, <clears throat> sorry, since we're also talking about, um, damn, what are we talking about? <laughs> since we're also talking about uh, AEW, um, let me try to find this thing on the fucking dog. Jesus Christ. Oh, and to continue with the, like, CM Punk and MJF deal, um, Max was on commentary for CM Punk versus Lee Moriarty, and Max was on commentary, and he was like, you know what CM stands for? Cooking meth. <laughs> Dude, that made me laugh so fucking hard. <clears throat> like, that was the way he said it, like, you know what CM stands for? Cooking meth. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't write anything on the um, Atlanta Street fight. <laughs> you didn't write anything? <laughs> no. But, like, I think I'd rather just came out, you just, like, blacked out. <laughs> I literally did. That's not even a joke. Dude, I fucking died. I I died and I came back to life and then I died again. We can go through our messages though. Hold on. Yeah, so anyway, well Jason. This was on a uh, Friday? It's Wednesday. Um Wednesday? For dynamite. Taz said Hook has sh- has chips and he doesn't really share. Oh. <laughs> okay, so then um so while jace looks for the uh the messages for what things that happen uh so team taz cut a promo <laughs> and taz was doing math he was doing the scott steiner math he's like it's the 12-man battle royal and team taz has four people in this as a quarter and i'm like shit okay <laughs> spam for us right. um so <laughs> uh andrade came out looking a1 like he looks so fucking good like this man i need you to understand this man came out with a white shirt white collared shirt the black mask and he came out with a, a knife what is he what did he have a knife <laughs> what do you have a knife no. he had a knife 
he had an actual motherfucking knife. And then Jose, who I just <laughs> found out is really hot, uh, he 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 was there as well. Uh, yeah. We can talk about that. Um, okay, so our messages, you know, we're talking about Andrade, and then I was like. <laughs> message how is he gonna come out here with a dress down formal outfit black gloves and a big ass t-pain <laughs> t-pain was there because him and cody are on some show together and um my king t-pain yeah i love t-pain and a big ass t-pain my king and then immediately after that because he gave cody a chair i said fuck you thomas <laughs> Um, and then Cody had some like weird shit on his back, and I was like, Cody looks like a lizard peeling. Um, and then you're like, ew, 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 why did he stick his tongue out? And I was like, maybe he is a lizard. And then for like some reason, like Cody bleeds like a stuck pig in every match except for like the one match that it would make sense. Yeah. And the one time he didn't bleed, Andrade didn't have a shirt on. So like, it's like, what's the point? What is the point? The point is for you to bleed and get blood on her shirt. Like, you can't even do the simple thing for us. You know, it's just, that's why we hate Cody Rose. That's why the second the lights go down and you know Cody Rose is about to come out, there's instant boots. Because he doesn't, imagine So then, anyways, so then the final spot. Wait, and then Jose came out with the taser. He came out with a taser. That man is ripped. When is he even so yoked? (laughs) This man is ripped. He is sculpted. Like, he's built. Like, damn. Okay. Please, she's. Okay. And now for the main part of this. Um, yeah. So then Brandy Rhodes comes out. Um, and, you know, it's like, it's like, random person. Who could it be? And then, like, she puts her mask on. And they're like, oh, my God, it's Brandy Rhodes. Which, like, yeah. Who else would it be? <laughs> yeah. Who else is going to come to Cody's aid? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> sure as fuck not Art Anderson. Oh, <laughs> okay this isn't funny Arn anderson i think he like tripped and he like fell off of like the like walk down ramp um i really hope he's okay i hope um, he's okay too but it is kind of funny <laughs> it is kind of funny <laughs> it's yeah funny because people fall on funny not because he's old yeah <laughs> like the way he fell <laughs> he fell like with his feet up and then you can see like jose trying to help him <laughs> Anyway, that was so funny anyways so Arn was incapacitated so literally nobody else will ever come for Cody's aid except for his fucking wife so I don't know why they acted like this is surprising yeah Dustin even, didn't even come out to help for real like it's not gonna be fucking T-Pain like his Honestly, best friend I, been- I would have liked the table spot more if T-Pain was one <laughs> That would have been so funny. Yeah, it would have. So then um, Brandy Rhodes comes out and we're like, oh, it's Brandy Rhodes. So then Brandy Rhodes comes out. She has lighter fluid because, of course, she has lighter fluid. And then she puts lighter fluid all over the table and then she lights it on fire and we have a flaming table. And then I don't know what the intention was for this. Because, like, the intention was exactly what it was because Cody has, like, every time he's in georgia he does like incredibly stupid stuff that like could kill him because i think he's mass he he does it for the line he does it for the line um for the clout for the line 
so then he, so so cody rose needed to find a way to put himself through a flaming table but still somehow win the match which is i guess the only way i could properly explain what happened here because this makes this makes no fucking sense cody rhodes suplexed andrade right from the top rope but cody rhodes took the entire impact onto the flaming table and burnt himself obviously because flame um was still on fire was still on fire and andrade somehow won i mean and cody somehow won and he somehow won, even though Cody took all of the impact. I don't know what the logic was. <laughs> because, like, yes, Andrade took a big impact by, you know, um, taking yeah, a superplex, right? Ever, right? Yeah. But Cody Rhodes went through a flaming table back first. Like, I feel like yeah. that, that, I feel like, you know, that outweighs, that, it's like paper, rock, scissors, you know, like that outweighs. Like, Andrade should have won that match, like, logically. Anyways, Cody Rhodes tried to send a Mexican through a flaming table, therefore, um, you know, trying to prove his theory that all Mexicans should go to hell because he hates me specifically and every other Mexican just like me because he is racist. Um, (laughs) This this is facts. He confirmed it himself. Um, Anyways, I don't know what the fuck the point of that was. I don't know either. That was what the fuck was that what was that for and i know that in the promo package leading up to this like he who's like oh you know i'm so tired of seeing that like uh gif of me and props for him for pronouncing gif correctly anyways um every time i see that gif of me like jumping off that steel cage or whatever i want to make a new memory or whatever and it's like girl you could have done that and still give it another victory you know like what was the reason like your hometown yeah. fans don't even like you. <laughs> that crowd was dead. That yeah, that crowd was super dead. Um, yeah, I don't know. That crowd was like way too dead. Like I don't know. That was really weird. <clears throat> that crowd was not what it could have been. Um, but yeah. So, moving on from AEW. Um, so we're through the sweet NXT or next. Let's do this week's, I guess. Okay. Oh no, let's do both, right? Because okay. last the last two weeks, that's when they announced it, right? I think, right? Yeah. And then this week they did the uh, advantage ladder match or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that makes sense. Um. Okay. So, uh, the day we're filming this is a Saturday, December fourth. So tomorrow is NXT War Games. War Games. Um, this is probably my favorite takeover that they do. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's just, it's always entertaining. Um, I always really look forward to it. So I'm really excited to see what's going to happen. Um, so we'll give a quick rundown of the card really quick, and then we'll talk about the buildup to the matches. Um, cause I feel like that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So the men's war games match um i think they're calling them team black and gold i feel yes. like team black and gold yeah team like nxt 2.0 yeah so team black and gold is tomaso champa johnny gargano pete dunn and la knight and then team 2.0 is braun breaker carmelo hayes tony d'angelo my king and grayson walla don't like him <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't like him 
His vibes are just, there's something wrong with that guy. There's something wrong with him. <laughs> so then the women's war games match um, is uh, Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, and Kaylee Ray, my beautiful queen. I love her. That shade of red that she has right now is so pretty. It really is. Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> versus Toxic Attack- Attraction, Maddie Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane. And Dakota Kai, which doesn't really make any sense, but it also does, but it doesn't, but it does. The only the only reason it makes sense is because of Raquel on the other team. Yeah, I felt like, yeah, that's literally the only reason it makes sense. And then for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, we have Roderick Strong versus all-inclusive king Joe Gacy. Um, and then we have a hair versus hair match with two cousin and cameron grimes and then we have the nxt tag team championships being defended my king's imperium versus kyle o'reilly and von wagner uh everybody's favorite wrestler so pretty stacked card uh what is this like only five matches Yeah, yeah that's a really good card um it is yeah so let's talk about the build up to the men's war games match first i guess um okay so basically all these people have a problem with each other so Tom Tommaso and Ron Breaker that's a feud and then Carmelo Hayes is feuding with both Johnny and Pete and then Tony D'Angelo is also feuding with Pete and then Grayson Waller is feuding with LA Knight so they're all kind of like intertwined together mm-hmm. and they all like started fighting at the end of um was it Pete versus Carmelo versus Johnny? Yeah. Um, and the way that they announced this match was Braun Breaker came out and was like, he just yelled war games. Yeah. Unfortunately, no British accent. Um, yeah. The proper way to say it. War games. Uh, <laughs> they should have had Pete Dunn come out. <laughs> you just yell war games. They should have. Oh, my God. It's the only British person they have. Uh, Grayson Walla could have done it. I guess maybe. I thought he was Australian. <laughs> I mean, he d- it still passes. No, it doesn't. <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, I God. thought this guy in my German class. Apparently, he's British. I <laughs> thought this man was. I thought this man was fucking Australian. He he literally sounded Australian. I don't know why. I literally thought this man was Australian. He gave me Heath Ledger in Ten Things I Hate About You vibes. Like just his voice, not like the voice. I've <laughs> never watched that movie. You've never seen it. I've never seen it. that movie. Made me who I am. Heath Ledger in that movie. <laughs> okay, okay, we're getting distracted. Okay, anyways, uh, <laughs> enough about me and Heath Ledger. Um, yeah. So all these people are feuding with each other and uh, war games. Yeah. And so, uh, so this week we got the matches that like determined who got like the advantages in the war games matches. Um, I did the notes for this one, and um, I said the girls are fighting, like legitimately they're fighting. This isn't a match yet. Oh, here we go. And it was Dakota Kai versus uh, Kaylee Ray. And like literally they hadn't even been wrestling for 10 minutes and they already had like a this is awesome chant. Mm -hmm. Like they tried to kill each other. (laughs) The girls always go so fucking hard. Um, The entire time I was just praying for their safety. Um... I don't know why they always go so hard. Um, 
like the women's match the women's if listen if it's a women's match and they have weapons just know they are literally going to commit a murder like a men's match they're a little tamer but women's matches they take they're bumping they are bumping yeah like okay oh so the build-up for the women's warriors match was um so dakota kai we all know has beef with raquel so then mandy won because dakota kai interfered in raquel's title defense and that's why mandy won and then yoshirai and uh zoe stark have beef with Gigi and jc but zoe's injured so then they brought in cora jade and then kaylee ray kind of just joined just because but you know what valid because i love her um yeah, so that's basically how all this came together. So, yeah, so team, who is it? Okay, team Raquel Gonzalez has the War Games Advantage match. I mean, has the War Games Advantage for their team, which means that, like, they get to go first. So at the beginning, they have two of their own members against one of the other team. Uh, if we did not explain that, I th- we, did, we didn't, right? We did not. Yeah, so that's basically what it means. It means that that team gets to have, like, two people at the beginning. Well, not two people, but, like, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> so then, yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, the build-up to Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson was um, Cameron Grimes had a match with Andre Chase, who I absolutely love this man. He's so funny. He is so funny. Um, Duke showed up after the match and um, he like showed different like edits of Grimy with like different hairstyles and um, Grimy King please please don't lose <laughs> please don't I know they're edited but like anyway <laughs> by the way anyway. I just want to say these past two weeks this man has been looking hot like he's a handsome man but he has been looking hot like, yeah, like he, he just needed to trim the dead ends and just yeah, clean up his beard a little. That's all he needed to do. Um, but this man has been looking hot. He really <laughs> has. And um, because he was angry at Duke, um, Cameron like grabbed Andre Chase and was like about to shave his head. <laughs> and so one of Andre's um, one of his students came out and was like, "I got you, Mister Chase. That's illegal." <laughs> Andre Chase is literally like give me an entire show with just this man. Like, you know, if I if I was booking NXT right now, I would have Andre Chase just be somewhere 24-7. Like have a chase camera, like have a little like he's like having a lesson on like the bottom left corner, and then you have like the match, and then he comes out and then like he's like on the on the barricade and he's like see students this is what you do and then like he like points like to somebody like doing like a rope break or something he's like this is a rope break like i just want to see that yeah it's just like the entire time he's teaching okay students so you see they did this wrong if (laughs) i was in there this is what i would have (laughs) done that's literally like i that's how i would fuck it i love andre chase i need to see him 24 7 like (laughs) If I were to book Dynamite, Mordlow would be in every frame. That's how I would book NXT, but like with Andre Chase. <laughs> that is so valid. Um, yeah. So then the NXT Cruiserweight Championship um match was built up because Joe Gacy was going to fight a woman. 
because he's an inclusive king and he's not sexist and he believes in the equality and intergender wrestling, which is why I love him. Um, but then unfortunately, Malcolm Bivens showed up and ruined the party, which is the one time I'll boo my 7-8 king. Yeah. Um, Joe Gacy is advocating for a more inclusive cruiserweight championship because as yeah, we all know, um yeah because as we all know there's a weight limit you have to be under 205 um to be a cruiserweight or whatever he says that that is really uh what's the word i'm trying to think of like not inclusive yeah and people (laughs) are like kind of worried they're like oh my god they're gonna like liquidate the 205 like the cruiserweight championship i don't think they're gonna do that i just feel like it'll be like for storyline purposes yeah i mean honestly i really wish like they would make it intergender yeah. I wish all the championships were intergender, though. Truly. Um, oh, I was going to say, what happened to the North American title? But then I realized Carmelo has it. Okay, never mind. Yeah. I was going to say, why aren't they defending it? Okay. So, yeah. We're going to get Joe Gacy versus Roderick Strong. And, of course, our king, Parker. I'm not going to call him Harland. Uh-huh. Our king, Parker, will be watching um i really like the way that they're building him up he's like a michael myers type dude i really fuck with that um i don't know if they shaved his eyebrows or if he just doesn't have eyebrows because i know he's blonde but like this not just be looking like an egg a very <laughs> cute egg i love you king parker i love you king i love you i really adore you i wish you the best you're gonna do great um Oh, and, like, one thing that's, like, not really a build-up to War Games, I just want to talk about it, is um, MSK have been, like, going on this little road trip to, like, find the, uh... The shaman. Yeah. And we still don't know who it is, and I'm kind of upset about it. They left us on a cliffhanger. They found him, and then they left us on a cliffhanger. So now we gotta wait till next Tuesday. <sighs> Our broke so many times. <laughs> Uh, and then for the NXT Tag Team Championships, um, I don't understand this. <laughs> um, so Kyle O'Reilly and Bon Bon Bon, we- bon Wagner, <laughs> that name is so hard to say for me. Okay, um, Von Wagner are a team. I just want to say Von Wagner's line delivery is so fucking funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I, for- I forgot what week it was, but he was talking to like like all the Fantasma and um, he's like, check the tape. Dumbasses. The pause <laughs> that he made was so fucking, it was so unnecessarily long. And the way he said dumbasses, like he was so unsure of himself. <laughs> and then he did it again with Imperium. I guess he's trying to make that his thing, like just calling people dumbasses, which like valid. Um... <laughs> Marcel been out here with the fucking turtlenecks, and that's why I stand. Um, Fabio, of course, my king. Uh, he's been um, stunned on him. Um, okay, let's. I'm be real. I'm kind of scared about this match. <laughs> and it's oh. it, uh, yeah, Imperium versus versus uh, yeah, Kyle and Vaughn. It's not because I don't believe in Imperium, because I do. I think they are very good champions. I think, you know, they have so much potential. I just don't think that creative. Yeah, I just don't trust NXT. Because <laughs> yeah. it, it scares me. It scares me. When they were champions the first time, every single time they defended their titles, I was like, 
fighting for my fucking life. Like I was, my pulse, it was not healthy. I was so nervous every single time because I just, I feel like creative does not believe in them, but I do, okay? Um, And I really hope that they win this match. Me too. I'm rooting for you, King. Me too, Kings. I love you. And Kyle, uh, I'm not sure about Vaughn yet. But um, yeah, I feel like this match will be still be pretty good. I mean, Von Wagner isn't terrible in the ring, so yeah. And Imperium are both really good. Imperium and Kyle are fucking amazing wrestlers. So you know, I feel like he's still in safe hands. Um, yeah. So oh. overall, what and um, NXT to, to- <laughs> <laughs> NXT <laughs> NXT two point uh, team that team had entering promos, and then Johnny came out and called braun a big booty nephew not big big bad booty nephew there's a difference (laughs) (laughs) i just want to say braun baker's face whenever like somebody brings up his family is so cute like he's just adorable i don't know like something about him so endearing um i mean like he's kind of cute but um but like Something about his face is so endearing. He does look like a little puppy. <laughs> yeah, he's got like major black lab energy. Yeah. I I, I fuck with him. Um Frog Breaker has amazed me so much. I despise his name. Why can't he just be called like Steiner? You know, just call him what he is. Um the, yeah. even if you hadn't told me, I would have gathered the information. I know it's I know a Steiner when I see one. <laughs> um also I found I saw a picture of like Scott Steiner with with him and like when he was a baby and I was like oh it's so adorable. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, anyways. Um yeah, Braun Breaker. Oh, did we mention who won the advantage for the men's team? Um uh, no. Yeah. So Braun Breaker and Johnny Gargano were the people like selected for that match and um they had a really good match they had a banger of a- yeah it was a really good match um and braun breaker won so nxt 2.0 has the advantage um wait who are the heels in this situation because la knight is a dickhead but braun breaker is like a good guy and pete dunn is a dickhead and then carmelo and grayson and tony are all like bad guys and then johnny I feel like he's in between. And then Champa, I think, is supposed to be a good guy. What's, what's, what's going on here? Okay, so I don't think that they're, like, breaking this one up as, like, heels versus faces. I are they just branded by, like... Cool. Yeah, I know. That's what it is. But are they just, like, bonded by, like, te- putting these little kids in their place? Like, is that... Yeah. Like, they're willing yeah. to put aside all of these things? Yeah, they're all, like, putting aside their differences because they... I don't know. Yeah. I feel like that makes sense. I feel like it's like boomers sense. complaining about zillennials. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And you know, Champa's old enough to be a boomer. No, I swear to God. Like, if I hadn't looked up that man's age, I would have thought that man was like 47. <laughs> He's like 35. <laughs> I, I don't believe it. <laughs> Me either. I believe it when I see the birth certificate. I don't, I don't trust that shit. <laughs> I don't either. Um, but yeah, we're really excited for war games. It should be really fun. Um, I mean, NXT takeovers don't disappoint. If anything, yeah. they're good, you know, but mm-hmm. most of the time they're great. Um, so yeah, really exciting war games. Uh, we'll talk about it next week. 
because um it hasn't happened yet <laughs> yeah and we don't have a time machine so yeah if i could turn back time okay so now we'll finally move on to the last part of this podcast and then we'll wrap it up um so just like some rumors and shit that that's going on um so uh naya Jax has says that she's unlikely to wrestle again after she's been released and um i think she changed her name on like twitter or something yeah, and people were like her. yeah yeah and then people are like oh that's like her new ring name but like that's literally just her real name um and you know if she doesn't want to wrestle like she's used to be a plus size model so i mean she could always go back to the she's really pretty so i mean she's so pretty yeah she has a lot of avenues that she could go down you know she's not gonna flop um but yeah yeah and um then okay so apparently it's been like a rumor floating around the like wrestling circles that um turner whatever like turner media or whatever what like tnt and like tbs um their parent company um it's like a rumor that they said that they only wanted like one women's match on um like dynamite and rampage or whatever they denied that Mm -hmm. like a um source in AEW and turner have like denied the allegations that tnt said that they only wanted one women's match and so that gives me the question so why are we only getting like one women's match yeah I, i feel like that makes you look bad we're like if they asked to have one women's match, like, shitty. But, like, I guess you're just following the instructions, right? But if they adamantly yeah. say that we're not asking for that, then that's just completely falls on you. Yeah. You know? Like, that's a you problem. And I would like to use this as a segue. On Wednesday, Janai Kai versus Jade was announced. I was so excited. On Wednesday, I was like, oh, my God. On Thursday, I was like, oh, my God. On Friday, I was like, oh, my God. It's happening. They made me sit through a 15-minute. 15-minute. And they they couldn't even give me two minutes of Jade versus Janaikai. I was so angry. Oh, I was angry. Me and Tony are no longer best friends until he fixes this mistake. It's like the meme is like, friendship ended with Tony. (laughs) No, literally. (laughs) I was so mad. If it wasn't for FTR and like Pack and Penta, I would not have finished Rampage. I was so mad. Oh, I was mad. <laughs> yeah, I think I was watching it after I got home from work because Rampage is like an hour long. You know, it doesn't take that long to watch. Um, I tweet, I tweeted, I was like, "Why was this match forty five seconds long?" And to be honest, I don't even think it was forty five seconds long. I think it might have been shorter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not mad. Completely stupid. It was blink and you miss it. Like. Uh-uh. No, literally i blinked and it was over and i was like what really like the beat up afterwards lasted longer than the actual match and like at that point like why even announce like who she's facing yeah like well, why I mean, they like really i mean they announced it but like after that they were like uh jade in action and this is just like a me thing like it's not me being like oh this is something that like you have to i just like i think it's cooler if like they put like jade versus shanaika instead of just like jade in action i think yeah. that like everyone like i just want to see like everyone getting like their name out you know yeah i feel like it helps people in the end rather than just saying like local talent but like who yeah. um yeah so yeah and then there is a rumor spreading around that walter are everybody's favorite um 
actual favorite wrestler because he'll beat me up um yeah <laughs> is reportedly set for a main roster call-up uh we saw shades of this when he faced cesaro at the smackdown tour which by the way the yeah released by the, the way tapes. they released have not released the tapes. the tapes release those bitches i was promised footage and i need to see it with my own two motherfucking eyes okay <laughs> i will have to intervene if it goes on much longer i will intervene um but anyways i'm really uh interested in seeing what they're gonna do with this like um are they gonna um bring imperium do you think imperium's gonna lose out war games and then see i was thinking that like as soon as we start talking about imperium versus uh kyle and von wagner i was like what if they lose and this is like when walter debuts yeah but, like <laughs> it could be what if they win and this is when walter comes back i don't know i don't know <laughs> You think like every once in a while, like Walter calls on like you know, calls on them to like do like their dirty work, and then like they go back to NXT. Like, I don't know, or like you think they're just gonna like quietly like split them up. But like, cause like, I don't know, cause like I can't see Imperium with anything but the like aesthetic that they have now with like the black and white and like the matching like tracksuits and all that. But I also can't see Walter without the um matching tracks like i i cannot see them apart from each other like i don't know like walter is that theme song you know no literally like <laughs> i think if they were gonna like change anyone's gimmick they would end up changing like uh marcel's marcel and fabian's yeah um and i don't really want that like i don't know Mm-mm. i don't know i don't know i don't know how to feel <laughs> i don't know either i mean good for him but like i don't know how to yeah. feel <laughs> um wwe launched a new program for college athletes it is called the um name image and likeness yeah yeah i think it's name 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 image and likeness i feel like that's what it is um yeah name image and likeness program that will pave the way for college athletes entering the company um it's the next next in line the in NIL program aims to enhance the talent department process through collaborative partnerships with college athletes from diverse athletic backgrounds. Um, some people were kind of mad at this. Um, yeah. But I feel like it's better that they actively state that they're not looking for indie talent and rather like outside people than them, you know, going and then like getting somebody from the indies and then somebody claiming that like they ruined the indies, you know? Um, I don't know. I feel like. I hope everybody does have an equal opportunity to get into this program. And, you know, I feel like it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, like the most common like complaints I've seen are, um, I hope that historically black college slash universities get the same opportunities as like division one and two, um, people have kind of been like and then like people have been like oh no this is like absolutely awful like they're just using it so they can take advantage of um like these college students and it's like they legally can't really do that you know and it's Mm -hmm. like they're kind of like being transparent of like what it's about and ultimately that will lose some money in the end so i don't necessarily that's not a smart business move yeah trying to like manipulate your way into like people doing that and then people were like kind of upset. They're like, why are they like going this route? And it's like, that's how you get people like Chad Gable. That's how you get people like Bianca Belair, Brock Lesnar, John Cena. Mm-hmm. The list goes on and on. 
So yeah. like the fact that you're complaining about them like finding college athletes is kind of stupid. Yeah. Like a lot of your faves are literally like college athletes. And Braun Breaker himself too. Like he was like a football player or something. Like it doesn't matter if he's Rick Snyder's son either. Cause like yeah. he was still a football player. Like he barely started wrestling like in February. Yeah. Parker <laughs> Boudreau. Um he was like he played football. Yeah. In college. Like a lot of people especially people that are being signed to the PC now are college athletes. So, you know, it's good that they're focusing on having young talent. And I feel like as long as the people that they're hiring are like genuinely passionate and actually want to like, you know, succeed and do good and everything. Like I don't really don't, don't see a problem with it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, like the only problem I will have is if like they do look over these like primarily um black um bipoc colleges yeah like i will have an issue with that but until that happens i'm just gonna be like okay i hope they play this the correct way good luck to everyone that wants to enter the program Mm -hmm. um so then i think this was the uh episode um after survivor series um the smackdown episode i think this was in new york or brooklyn i'm not sure it was in brooklyn i think yeah I mean, New York, Brooklyn is in New York. Um, it was in Brooklyn. Um, but a fan attacked Seth Rollins. Was this after his match? Yeah, or... after his match. He was, like, walking to the back. And yeah, he had, like, kind of turned his back to, like, do that, like, stupid, like, little wave thing that he does. Yeah. I mean, stupid affectionately, by the way. <laughs> and, um, like, before he knew if that fan, like, came and, like, tackled him. And that led to, like, people... Like, um, Chavo, what's his last name? Guerrero. Yeah, Chavo Guerrero. He was like, um, he like threw shade. He was like, oh, if that was me, boo, 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 boo. And it's like, shut up. I think MJF kind of brought it off during the uh, CM Punk and Lee Moriarty yeah, thing, right? He was like, I mean, I'm not sure if it's, like, a reference to that, but, like, he was talking about, like, Punk's counters, and he was like, well, if I was in there, I would have, like, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, that could have been, like, a reference to it, but it also could have just been Max being Max. I don't really know. Yeah. But apparently, the, 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 there's backstory to this. Um, yeah, so the fan in question had been in contact, parenthesis, not parentheses, uh, quotation marks, um, with Seth Rollins, but, like, he was, like, scammed, so he felt, like, betrayed or something, uh, so he decided to attack him. But uh, Seth had him in, like, a chokehold or something um, until, like, people could get him off of him. Um, Yeah, so then WWE, like, got the fan, and then he turned, they turned him into the police. Um, And I'm not sure what happened afterwards. He got charged, and I think they, like, got his girlfriend for, like, writing bad checks. (laughs) Seth Rollins impersonator. Oh, my God. Um, and then the last news story that we're going to use is um, Brian Cage's wife um, told AEW to fucking use him already. And um, this is also like a little story like Brian Cage. I think he was being like, was it Brian Cage or was it his wife? I think it was mostly his wife. He doesn't really like talk. Um, he doesn't really say much. Because I know Brian Cage is all like, oh, you know, I love AEW. I never said any of that. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> love you, Tony. Uh, but his wife is like, no, he's so fucking mistreated. Like, blah, blah, blah. he's so talented. Blah, blah. Like, 
I feel like it's just his wife talking, but I feel like he also, like, in a way, like, agrees. Yeah, but and it's like the last time we've seen him was in October. We haven't seen Sunny Kiss, Sean Dean, um, Emmy Sakura, Leva Bates, and like probably a lot more people that I cannot think of on TV, like at all this year. Yeah, we've so, seen them on dark, I know that, but yeah, we haven't like, seen them on actual like t- TV. Yeah, and so it's like he's not the only one. Like, he never has like you can't sit here and be like well brian never did anything it's like he won the like what was it the casino thing yeah he's had matches and so it's like you're like this is show it's showbiz baby okay you can't get used all the time yeah i don't know i feel like it's his i don't know like i i quite honestly if she hadn't said anything i would not have noticed that he was gone <laughs> because okay. like i don't know like the whole like team Taz thing that was made to make him look good, and then Ricky ended up coming up, coming out as like the big star of it all, because you know he has and personality Hook. and Hook, obviously, uh, King Hook. Like Hook literally, <laughs> Hook like, literally doesn't time, talk. Never even said anything, and he was still like he still looked better in Team Taz than Brian Cage. Literally, Ooh. like Team Taz was made. Yeah, like I don't know, like because he can't talk. He's an all right wrestler. Nothing it's entirely like exciting. He has no personality other than big strong man. And it's like, what the fuck do you want Tony Khan to do with that? You know? <laughs> like, what do you want him like, to do with that? There are other people on that roster that have that same like deal, but they actually have charisma. Literally. Like, look at look at Hobbs. He's literally a big man who can wrestle and he's so I love him. I love Hobbs. <laughs> he wore pink like one of these weeks and he looks so good in it. Like pink is like it was like this really like light shade of pink. I really liked it. Yeah. Anyway, stand stand with Hobbs. Um yeah. Yeah. Hobbs. But like I don't, I don't know. Like he's like dime a dozen. You know, there's nothing that he does that sets him apart from any other big man that AEW has. Yeah. He'll mean Brian Cage. Just yeah, yeah. Him. Not 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 Hobbs. Really Hobbs is special. Okay. This man be wearing fucking uh what are those bitches called? Overalls? Graffiti yeah. overalls. Yeah. You can't get this shit anywhere else. Um yeah. but yeah, like uh, it, Brian Cage is dime a dozen, okay? <laughs> like like I don't know, like what the fuck does this lady want Tony Khan to do? You know, like girl, like I don't know. I feel like at that point, like just leave already. Yeah. Um. Oh, also, I forgot to write this, but um, we have seen two departures from AEW and from NXT. Um. Ooh. Well, from NXT? combined, combined. Oh. Um. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, um, while we're still on the AEW train, I guess, uh, Big Swole has decided to not renew her contract with uh, AEW. So, um, I think um, she said that um, when she posted that, it was like her last like match that she had done for like Dark or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we wish her the best. She's very talented, and she will for sure thrive wherever she decides to go. If she um, to come back, I think. I don't know if it was, I'm not, I, this is just, like, me saying, like, I'm not sure if it was because, like, I know the reason why they said she hadn't been on TV was because, like, um, she has, like, Crohn's, and, yeah. like, that had been, like, acting up, and so, like, that's why they were saying that she had been off of TV. I'm not sure if that played a factor in her um, deciding not to renew her contract, 
So I don't really know. So like whatever you decide to do, Queen, I'm here to support you. Yeah. We love you, Soul. Yeah. Uh, and then on the NXT side, uh, Beth Phoenix has um, left the NXT commentary table. Um, I don't know. Like, is she like gone, gone, or um, is she um, still going to work War Games? I think she's. I think she's gone after War Games. Um, she said War Games would be her last deal, and Dakota decided to start barking. <laughs> <laughs> well, just ignore the dog, okay? Because yeah. um, it's like twelve a.m. already, and I'm really tired. <laughs> so yeah. you guys are just gonna have to deal with the dog, okay? Um, yeah. So. You know, it's really sad because Beth really did add so much to NXT. Like she was like part of like one of the biggest like uh, storylines that they had with the Index Wedding. Um, she's a ray of sunshine. I adore her. Um, her Wade and um, Vic and Vic. I don't know why his name just escaped my mind. <laughs> Anyways, uh, her Wade and Vic are like a really good commentary team. Um, yeah, uh, we wish her the best. Um, there has been some some rumors flying around. This is just pure speculation that they want to do like a, a a feud with Edge and Miz and uh, Maurice and Beth, and that's why they brought Maurice back. So maybe, perhaps, she is stepping away to do that. Perhaps I think that would be I I think that would be really cool. On I'd be down for that, but we'll see um what happens and uh we wish beth the best we're gonna miss her very much um so much (laughs) so much she had so much um i wonder who they're gonna replace her with i seen someone say like ask if they said that uh pat was gonna be on nxt so pat pat mcafee i mean i know pat mcafee but um (laughs) like is he gonna pull like double duty i don't know like that's just what like I, are they gonna have him like remotely i feel like it'll make sense if they do remotely yeah i don't know i mean i think that could be really cool um i don't know who they're gonna replace him with i just seen someone uh, replace her with um i just that i seen someone ask if like pat said or like they said pat was coming on smack um on nxt so i don't really know yeah but or if they just decide to do a two-man booth um yeah. but yeah honestly i think wade's personality i love wade like i love wade wade is great i think he's super cool so i mean this with like peace and love um wade's personality needs a buffer yeah that vic does not have (laughs) yeah because vic is like in the middle and then Mm -hmm. beth is like obviously towards the good guys and then um wade is like always ready for the bad guys yeah (laughs) or like the women (laughs) which like valid (laughs) Yeah. um <laughs> uh he's wearing like a toxic attraction shirt oh <laughs> um um so like i honestly as talented as like him and vic are i think that like they're gonna have to bring like a third personality in yeah because like his personality is just so like bold yeah but um yeah hopefully everything will work out in the end uh we'll mix we'll miss beth very much yeah um yeah, I think that's everything. So with that, yeah, we're going to do yeah. So with that, we're going to do one of our very long outros. It takes me forever to edit down because we just keep talking. <laughs> um, I would love to talk to my kiddos about my new favorite wrestler. Oh my god! Beautiful. <laughs>
Okay, so in November, I decided to get an IWTV Live subscription. The best thing I've ever done. The best. Um, it all started when I watched Limitless Undeniable. Yeah, Limitless Wrestling Undeniable. It's from July 31st, um, 2021. I give that show a 5 out of 5. It was so good. Um, <laughs> um, his name is uh, Big Beef or Beef the Freak. I absolutely love him. My first introduction to him was during a strap match against Rip Bison. Um, they, dude, okay. <laughs> I don't remember, but I know I had smoked before I watched this, um, this show. And right as that hit, right as that match came on, everything just kind of like, clicked into place so i'm just chilling and a fucking kid rock song <laughs> starts playing and this dude this big beefy man comes out yelling beef <laughs> calls himself white trash wonderful i instantly i was like this is my new favorite person <laughs> and so i tweeted i was like I need to know if Beef the Freak says Black Lives Matter because if he does, then he's my new favorite wrestler. I still need to know the answer to that question. But I'm calling him my favorite wrestler because I don't remember when it was. I think it was last week. He had a match against Charles Mason because Charles Mason, who... <laughs> oh, his, like, my first introduction, like, my full introduction to him was the same still. And fucking... They really made this man say, um, I can smell the poverty that Becker reeks of. <laughs> it was like 12 o'clock. It was the middle of the night. I screamed when I heard that. <laughs> anyway, Be the Freak had a match against a Charles Mason. Uh, Charles kind of like, I don't remember if he cheated or whatnot. Anyway, Beef the Freak is giving me a dog collar match. So he is my new favorite wrestler. Oh, fuck with dog collar matches. <laughs> Me too. Those are my favorite. Yeah, I think that's all we got. Uh, oh, um, I'm I might be getting cows this this spring. Cows? Yeah, cows. I might be getting another dog. I'm I'm gonna steal one of my friend's dogs. I will. Um, I'm going to do it. I don't care if my mom says she doesn't want another dog. I'm getting one. Um, yeah, so yeah, so with that, kids. We leave you, you know, we, we're not, we're never going to quit on you. Um, you know, we, we love you. Uh, we want you to do the best. Um, we wish you a happy Hanukkah if you celebrate, because, you know, we're, we're inclusive of all cultures. And um, if you don't celebrate, then um, happy holidays, happy December. Um, you know, uh, the bright side of having two divorced parents is two Christmases or two Hanukkahs, whatever. I don't, I don't know. Um, so, you know, we're never going to quit on you. We love you, kids. Uh, last week was yeah, a one-time incident. Yeah, last week was a one-time incident <laughs> that was completely out of my control. Um, it was out of our controls. Um, I'm very sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, we apologize. Uh, but, you know, we love you. We wish you the best. 
um, please get vaccinated. Uh, and if you're already fully vaccinated, get your booster if you haven't. Um, I'm going to try to get mine soon. Um, um, take your medicine, drink yeah. water, uh, pet your cat or dog yeah. if you have one. Give them love. Give them a treat. Take them for their vet checkup if you haven't already. Yeah, take yourself to a checkup if you haven't already. Yeah, you have insurance. Please, Please. <laughs> don't do this. Shit. Don't do that shit with no insurance. Uh, <laughs> you know, now that you're now that we're divorced, you don't get the insurance. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah. Wash your face. Wear a mask. Wash your ass. Wash your hands. Um. Take care of yourself. We love you. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, I guess that's everything. <laughs> All right. Bye, children. We love you. Bye. You're our world. You make us so proud yeah, every single so day. And we love you so much. We love you. Bye. So much. Bye. Bye.